So you're out there saying, boy, I'd like to just tell that guy, you know, and if I could, well, then let's get after it. Here's your choice, everybody. I'm Chris Cuomo. Thank you for subscribing or following. And this is our feedback from your calls, your comments, what you want to know. And you know who's happiest about it here? Gregory Ott. Why? Because he gets to lump with a big shovel huge piles of your poison on my head because he gets to pick what we talk about. But it's a great range. So thanks for being a free agent, a critical thinker who's being an independent and wants to get after it. Let's hear what you got to say. Support for the Chris Cuomo Project comes from AG1. If you're a longtime listener, you know I have had AG1 as part of my game for many years. When I started drinking AG1, one, it automatically simplified my life. All the different pills and the mixes and what I take when and how and with what was gone. One and done. A scoop and a glass of warm water for me, for me. You can put it in anything you want. I like the warm water. I like the taste. Do it in the morning and that's it. AG1 is a foundational nutritional supplement that supports your body's universal needs. Gut optimization, stress management, immune support. Now since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create smarter, better ways within their formula to elevate baseline health. So you wanna take ownership of your health? Of course you do. Start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash CCP, Chris Cuomo Project. That's drinkag1.com slash CCP. Check it out. Support for the Chris Cuomo Project comes from Done With Debt. This is a big one, especially in America, man. You need done with debt. If you're one of us who's addicted to credit, you need done with debt because you're going to bed thinking about how much you owe and what the minimum amount payable is and what are you going to do and you're never going to get out from under it. And look, is it your fault? Yeah, in part, take responsibility for your spending, but also the system traps you in debt. High interest credit cards and loans, it's almost impossible to pay off your debt once you get into that cycle. Insane inflation keeps you stuck paycheck to paycheck. And that's why you need Done With Debt, because Done With Debt is your lifeline. Done With Debt has an ingenious new strategy to help you deal with debt faster than most of us would think possible. Done With Debt analyzes your debt, gives you options that you'll qualify for. Done With Debt knows how to reduce bills, cut interest rates. They've got skilled staff at Done With Debt that will negotiate, figure out how to get better deals. So here's how easy they'll make it. Go to donewithdebt.com, donewithdebt.com, and start getting out from under the problem and toward the solution. You got debt? You need Done With Debt. Hello, this is Colby calling from zip code 55070. Kind of refreshing to hear someone from the the left, is it? I don't know, so that possibly supports Democrats or this current administration. 
I can't agree with it, but it took me all year to find you. I want to know what, how you can improve adopting these green initiatives in 100% of any sector because I vehemently oppose that before we develop ZPE and over unity machines and other technologies such as easy water or exclusion zone water, light powered quantum physics that makes water act like a gel. Okay, I'd like to know your views on the possibility or risk of globalization and whether you support that, a a global government to enforce the green initiative. Thanks. Bye. Tough. I mean, this is like a conspiracy cannelloni that you bring in my way. This is just like a bunch of half thoughts of different paranoias put in one place. We got the green initiatives. You got the uh, the sentence of the water. I mean, this is like, oof, this is like a case study in the contagion of social media and how a little information can turn into a lot of trouble. I don't even know where to start with this guy. You know, you're desperate to label, I'm some lefty this. By what measure? Because I held Donald Trump to account in his role as president? Oh, no, but you said all these things and during the pandemic, no, you're just making it up. You can't go specifically. This is why I went on the PBD podcast. Avoid the labels. Be open. Don't be desperate to just see information that makes you right. Look for information that makes you think, okay? And all these other things. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. But don't look for conspiracies and darkness. Although for this brother, while I respect you and I appreciate you, I don't respect your ideas. And you're probably beyond my saving. Hey, Chris, I got a question. My name is Louie, just in case you want to put it on there. Anyway, how do you have a debate when you got one guy lying all the time for his five minutes and then you got, what do you got to do? Come back and go liar and then try to do something. That's what's coming up. Debates with liars and, you know, I mean, I'm not even sure how to quite put that, but they should put some kind of uh, rules. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. I know the answer. I know the answer. Thank you for the question. And I appreciate the concern. And here's the answer. No five minutes, no moderator, just that guy and you. And let the people decide, oh, it'll be chaos. Why? We have debates like that everywhere else. This isn't college. This isn't some structured situation with rules. And and the rules really just make it more frustrating. You will judge. If the guy's lying the whole time, the other guy will say, wait, wait, that's a lie. Or she'll say, you know, what about this? And what about that? And you'll see how that person handles it. And you'll get a better read without the rules and the restrictions and the moderators who sometimes, you know, have to kind of show that they're there. No moderators. One topic, set amount of time, go. That's how you would get past that because it would be obvious to you. You're not a a fool. It's the window dressing and all the rules and the the ways they're allowed to spin it and just hunt for gotchas and clever lines that someone like Ott writes for them. That's what muddies the waters. I would would kill to get a job like that. I'd love to be like one of those (laughs) debate line writers. Yeah, you'd be good at it. You think you're smart? (laughs) That's a line I would use. Maybe not. You think you're so smart? (laughs) I need to be interviewed Live in Philadelphia, modern-day patriot, work for a Democrat elite that gave to fucking the Clintons, 
that white trash piece of shit from Scranton is a goddamn traitor. You need to interview me, brother. Well, listen, I appreciate you um, taking the time, giving us an opportunity here. Uh, you can feel any way you want to feel. And that's okay. But, you know, I'm not interviewing you because you got to have more of a basis for the analysis than he's just a lying piece of shit or whatever it is that you said, I'm assuming about Joe Biden, Scranton, although, you know, I mean, he lived in other places, but it doesn't matter. Um, Look, you have to fight the tendency to be completely absorbed by emotion in any analysis. And what is in your best interests? People are selling you on hating Biden, hating Trump, hating this, hating that. That's for them, not you. You wouldn't apply the logic or whatever the reasoning or the perspective that you just evidenced there, any other decision about your life. You wouldn't. What's the price on fixing my roof? What do I know about whether you've gotten it done in the past for other people? Is it the best deal for me? Right? Who's going to manage my money? Who's going to buy me, sell my, my insurance? Um, you know, all these things. Who am I going to date? Who am I going to have in my life? It's never just some hot feeling because of one little thing that somebody said or just a sense you're getting from people that you don't know whether or not they're coming from a good place. Employ the same rules you would everywhere else, brother. Love Philadelphia. Did you hear that? No. Did you hear that? What was that? What's a dog? It was? It's the first time we've gotten a call from a dog. And what did the dog say? Well, that's what I, it's a call for you. I'm not here to answer that. Well, I think that was a spaniel. My spaniel isn't very good. Okay, well, what, what do you if think it was a Rottweiler, I could tell you. Okay, if, that, if you think this was a Rottweiler, what it was the It was rot- certainly not a Rottweiler. Okay, what, I'm the, I played this call. What would, why would a dog be calling the show and what would a dog have to say to you? Well, one, as you know, I am a big dog person. I have three dogs. Um, well, really, that's not true. We have three dogs. And of those three, one of them is far more partial to my wife than to anyone else, although she has learned to live with the rest of us. So I think dogs get that. And I think that affinity uh, breeds trust. And uh, he didn't catch the breeds, pun there. So uh, (laughs) that's why I'm not surprised. And look, a lot of these issues, uh, they don't just transcend left and right to reasonable, but they go beyond species. And I think that there are reasons for dogs to be concerned here. Uh, I'll I'll give you a big one. Big one? Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, why are they still in chains? The, do- the dogs, why are they still in chains? Yeah, and well, why are we feeding them garbage? What's that? Why know. do they have to be led around? Why don't we have a proper place for them to poop? Imagine if you were forced to poop outside all the time. Mm. You'd like that, wouldn't you? <laughs> no, I would not. I, You're I a think- big field pooper, aren't you? You know, it's funny. My, uh, my, my friend Bob lost a bet about that movie, um, what was the movie, the, the Frances McDormand one, the one where she's uh, worked at Amazon? Fargo? No, the one, um, is it Frances? The, the one about the van? The, the, she is was this in the Amazon going van. somewhere? Yeah, he, he lost this bet, and the movie's about her shitting in a bucket. What is that movie? You know the movie I'm talking about? It's, it was a, won an Oscar. <laughs> we all saw this film. Anyway, he lost the bet, and he had to go shit in a bucket in Michigan. So we, we got him to shit in this bucket in Michigan, but we just left the bucket in the field. So some poor man or woman is going to come across this one day and be like, oh, what's this? And it's a, it's a bucket of Bob's shit. Nomadland. <laughs> Nomadland. You see what I'm dealing with? Now, I wouldn't do, I didn't do this. And this wasn't my bet. My friend Matt set it up. Do you know what they call 
the porta potty, which is usually like an igloo cooler with a hole cut in it when you're on like a river rafting trip or camping expedition. The Groover. The Groover. The Groover. So you got you to gotta place your ass over the groove to... Well, every basic receptacle for defecation involves you putting your ass in the line of target. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out why they call it the Groover. I have no idea, Maybe but I'll John tell you what. John Groover invented it. It almost a- ruined one of my favorite words for me, which is groovy. I use that a lot in my text communications. You do it. Uh, it's really current. And if I'm really feeling good, I say groove. Well. Next. <laughs> Groover. Support for the Chris Cuomo Project comes from Done With Debt. Let me tell you, we're all dealing with it, especially in American culture, right? Because we're so credit sensitive. We have so much available credit. People take advantage of it. Often it takes advantage of them. High interest credit cards are real. Loans make it nearly impossible to pay off your debt. Inflation keeps just taking away what you can pay, keeps you stuck in almost a paycheck to paycheck existence. Done with debt can be a lifeline. Done with debt has this ingenious new system that gives you a way to deal with debt faster and easier than you probably thought possible. See, Done With Debt analyzes all the debt options that you qualify for. They know how to reduce bills, cut interest rates. They have a skilled staff of negotiators that know how to get debt out of your life, ready? Permanently. Done With Debt has a bunch of experts. They've been doing this and they know the best strategies to reduce and remove debt from your life. But you gotta hurry because some debt solutions are time sensitive. Here's how easy they'll make it. If you go to donewithdebt.com, that's donewithdebt.com, right? D-O-N-E-W-I-T-H-D-E-B-T.com, you can find the answers to your debt problems. Support for the Chris Cuomo Project comes from Cozy Earth. Let me tell you, bedding matters. And this isn't just me telling you this. In a recent survey, seven out of 10 parents said that they get an average of three hours of sleep a night in the baby's first year. Hello, Greg. Now, mommies need quality sleep and bedding will matter. There are other variables, but here's one that you can control, okay? When we made the switch to Cozy Earth, I noticed the difference. I did not know that fabric or textiles could really be temperature sensitive, meaning if it's cold, they keep you warm. If it's warm, they can kind of cool you off. I did not know that. I know it now because I have Cozy Earth, okay? So this Mother's Day, Why don't you treat the mamas in your life to the luxury they deserve with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear and prioritize her self-care and sleep health. Doesn't she deserve it? Mm -hmm. Don't forget, use my promo code Chris at checkout and you'll get 35% off at CozyEarth.com. Okay? When you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select my show in the drop-down and that will make me very happy. Here's some YouTube comments. This is from the interview you did with Dr. Paul Saladino. Andrew Sweeney, 231, writes, Is the risk of bacterial infection not present in raw milk as it is in raw meat? How many diets has he been on in his short life? How many before he adds veggies or drops red meat from his regime, I wonder? 
I don't know. You'd have to ask Dr. Saladino. Uh, but look, I say avoid extremes, okay? What I've done with Saladino's plan right now is I am eating a lot more meat. I have done a lot of research uh, on the developing science of cholesterol. And I do agree with his idea that cholesterol is an important marker for heart health and susceptibility to heart disease, but it's only one. And there are others. And while I have high cholesterol, all the other things seem to be, uh, you know, much more positive about my heart health. So I don't believe that because of my cholesterol level, I should go on a statin, which could interact with my antidepressant and which could just, you know, do all these different things to your body. I don't think that I need to go there until I have more reason to do it. So I've upped um, my animal protein. The grass-fed thing is a pain in the ass. Uh, it is not easy to find. And I get why he wants it. So the, the conversation is, so I've cut things out based on Saladino versus just being exclusively fruit, meat, and honey. That's all grass-fed. I mean, he lives in Costa Rica. It's probably easier for him to get certain stuff sourced for him there. Um, but look, any extreme direction takes a lot of discipline uh, and really, really goes to the needs of the specific individual. It could be that Saladino's diet works really well for him, but won't work as well for you. I believe you got to try things out and you got to do what makes sense after you've done some research. That's how you develop the intuition of, hmm, do I really want to do that? So I'm still eating vegetables. I am avoiding the nightshades a little bit because I'm very inflammation sensitive. Uh, I'm staying away from seeds and nuts because they are known for being potential inflammatory agents, especially in the GI, you know, in the, in the colon thing, which I'm concerned about. And I'm eating a lot more animal protein and I'm going to go get my blood tests done in a couple of weeks and we'll see where I'm at. Kind of along those same lines, Matt Schwenke Music writes, this guy loves to talk about, quote, studies that fit his narrative. There are thousands of studies showing that vegetables are good for humans, LOL. Yes. And look, the, the basic difference is not that vegetables are good. It's about how they get consumed. And uh, Saladino didn't make up this idea that you get the phytonutrients, which is what you need most from the vegetables, from the meat that you know comes from the animal that ate the vegetable, who has a different system um, and chemical uh, system that allows them to break down the vegetables better than we can. And that's the way we should absorb those nutrients is through the animal's meat. Uh, I'm still eating vegetables. And yes, there is a lot of research and a lot of the risk research is self-serving. That is true with everything. You, you know, you got you to gotta be rigorous. You got to be a critical thinker. From our recent episode of YouTube comments, Kenneth Goosewit 3697 writes in response to a listener call about Trump being dangerous. Chris, you see it right, but the man is a real and present danger. How do you eliminate him? I don't want to eliminate anybody. Let the best idea win. Have elections that are fair and let the people decide. The idea of prosecuting him out of potential is a mistake and makes you what you oppose. Handler007 writes from that same episode, why do we allow Pentagon to steal our tax monies? They don't steal. It's about how the money is used, how it's accounted for, and whether or not it's in your best interests. Now, part of that is about accountability. Part of it is about elections. We spend an extraordinary amount of money on our national defense. And, you know, people will say, oh yeah, so much of it is that bullshit foreign aid. Do you know how small a percentage of the overall defense budget foreign aid is now? 
that's a little deceptive because the foreign aid can come from different buckets. It's not just military aid. It's this kind of aid, that kind of aid, which nets the number up. So be careful in your analysis. But we spend a lot more in like taking care of all of our equipment than we do. I'm sorry, we're talking about maintenance than we do foreign military investment. So it's about priorities. I think that we should be reorganizing our priorities. And that's not my decision to make because I'm not in power. But it is something for you to think about when you do choose whom to give power to. But don't go right to the cynical of they're stealing it, right? You don't have to reduce it to the absurd in order to have a good point. You put out an episode about the debate process and the political system here in the U.S. In the comments, we posed the question, how would you fix the debates? Robert Schrader writes, for starters, please don't use the phrase raw dog in this context. Ugh. You know, why is that what you're worried about? You know what I mean? Where does that come from? Oh, well, raw dog is used to mean a sexual. Yeah, I know, but it's got different contexts and people can get it and you don't have to judge it and you don't need to feel that you're somehow empowered to have a gotcha. You know what I mean? Focus on what matters. Focus on the big things. Is that your biggest concern about everything that we're talking about with our political dialogue is the use of this word? Come on. You see what I'm saying? Don't be so desperate for relevance and to have some negative feedback. Come on. You knew I was going to say that shit and you picked it anyway. <laughs> no, I wanted to hear if you had another context you would use raw dog for, you know, like raw dog caucuses. and There's such a desperation for gotcha and relevance. And I don't like this. And I want to judge that. Judge yourself. This is from Deborah Belaska, 3175. I would do two at a time every night and add two more new ones and eliminate the loser of the debate and keep going until they all had their say and let them keep eliminating until one winner of the debate. Same questions to each of them and let them tell us what is their top issues versus ours. Yeah, I would look, I, I just, I like where you're headed. Don't make it into a game show. Uh, and let's not enhance the need for competition. Get rid of structure. Keep it simple and have the ability to measure the two people in opposition to each other. That's why I say get rid of the moderator, make it single topic for a certain amount of time. And then all the things that we're worried about, oh, but then they'll do this. Yeah, but you'll get to judge all of it. You'll see how they deal with their opponent, how they deal with the question. It'll all be clear to you. You're smart. You don't need somebody to tell you what matters. You know what I'm saying? Akatelno212 says, you have a platform, get them on the show and do it. Could dedicate a whole week to it. Hey, I had two candidates for the Republican nomination for president of the United States on the show. I've never seen that before. I mean, it's probably happened, but I'm just telling you, it's not common. So I'm using the platform. I'm trying to expand uh, the palette of what's working at News Nation with the audience, which is a very crime-focused and somewhat breaking political news focused audience. And I'm using it. I'm working at it. Dusty and I are thinking about it 24 seven. I'm trying to get them on. It is not easy to get people onto platforms that they don't control. Mark Stipulkowski, 1389 writes, I think Chris Cuomo should cover the phenomenon that is Oliver Anthony and his song, Rich Men North of Richmond. I have, I like the song and I like the way it's been weaponized by parties that it wasn't intended for and by agendas that it isn't meant to serve. And I love that he came out and said that. I've been trying to get him on the show. 
He gave an interview recently where he was like, these Republicans shouldn't be using it as their anthem. They're as much of the problem as anything else. And it wasn't written to say that Joe Biden is terrible, the Democrats are. And I, I think that that should be really instructive of a, of a very important point to me, which is get over yourselves, parties. Stop dominating everything. It's not all about you and your interests. The American agenda goes beyond Democrat and Republican. I'm telling you, George Washington, President Monroe, uh, Madison, Teddy Roosevelt, they all said Federalist Papers, sectionalism, sectarian thinking, parties are poison to being a nation. We are dominated by parties. You have to vote for a Republican. If you're a Democrat, voting for a Republican is crazy. They're nuts. They're being dominated by fringe interests. Why? Because there's only two. And we magnify minorities in our media more and more. Why? Because with the stratification of media and the growth of media, there's more of a premium on being sensational than there is being satisfying intellectually or otherwise. And a lot of that is because you've got to fit in one of two buckets. It's a huge problem. Huge. Okay, we also had some responses to you uh, calling me Amish in the last group of comments. For some reason, you decided that I was Amish based on my physical appearance or my demeanor. Uh, Tracy Holt, 8223, says, Oaf, a man who is rough or clumsy and an unintelligent. Greg is not an Amish oaf. You're way off track, Chris. That's the best you got? You called me an Amish oaf and all, Tracy disagrees. No, it's not the best I got. Look, he's, well, maybe it is the best thing. I have, some, I have a couple more. I never accused you of being Amish. I was asking you about whether you were Amish and whether you could disprove that you were Amish, which made you very frustrated. <laughs> and I don't know that. Did I call you an oaf? Yes, you, you called me an oaf. And I was I thought that oaf meant, you know, like a Shrek type character. Yeah. And, and, tra and, and Tracy seems to agree with me. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So I was right about that. I'm I don't remember calling you that. Well, I'll play back the videotape. I'm a conduit. I am passing the messages on to you. Is conduit another word for oaf or Amish? Oaf? <laughs> you an oaf? I thought an oaf was like a Shrek type guy, yes. like a bigger. Like a, a, I think he's a troll. I don't think you're an oaf. Thank you. I'm not an oaf, but thank you for saying that. And thank you for setting the record straight. Well, I wouldn't get like so adamant about not being an oaf. I'm saying I don't think you're an oaf. You still could be one. I'm not. Uh, my K Jones too writes, the Amish are allowed to use technology if they don't own it. Also, the Amish are not awkward at all. They're extremely outgoing and don't care what you think. So how do I, I know? How do you know? I've spent a lot of time around the Amish. Okay. How do you know MK Jones too hasn't? I, I don't know, but I would like for them to kind of qualify why they know these things. You, you have see what I'm saying? You just like the purpose that the opinion serves with your particular set of interests of the moment, which is creating some kind of negative feedback loop for me. I have a different agenda. My agenda is conversation about what matters with an open aperture of understanding. I'm telling you that the Amish, now I love the loophole, by the way. So if they don't own the technology, they can use it. They just can't own technology. That's what this cat's saying. Let's say they're right. What an interesting and convenient loophole, huh? Yeah, they, I mean, they can, they can take advantage of it. It's, it's been produced by them. They didn't make it. I don't know the rules to this because I'm not Amish. I have no idea what rules they follow. You the certainly talk Am a lot. 
about the Amish for someone who says they're not Amish. Because you're the one who brought this up in the last batch of episodes, and we're getting lots of comments about it, many of which are in my defense because they're like, why are you calling this guy Amish? Though, Quirky Quips 9915 writes, I think there's a quote of you. You have the power of someone hiding from the sun with a wide brim hat, said Chris to Ott. Chris, if he protects himself from sun or tanning booth, his chances for skin cancer are near nil. What? That's, you You made these things sound like an insult because if I were an Amish person, I'd be wearing a hat. But what I'm saying, what this person is saying is if I was wearing a hat, it would protect myself from skin cancer, which is true. I have very fair skin. Someone else in the comments speculated that I was either Jewish or Irish. I am Swedish and I have very... Nordic skin, and I, I tan. Not, I don't tan at all. I just I roast like a chestnut. Uh, two things. One, did you know that um, the elfish, uh, elven language in uh, J.R. Tolkien's series is I haven't based seen off any Swedish? Of, I know. I haven't seen any of that fantasy. You never stuff. read The Hobbit? I didn't read The Hobbit. I haven't read Harry Potter. Star Wars is for children. I don't read any of that stuff or watch any of that stuff. I said I I wake up on Sunday and I watch Meet the Press like any normal person. Anyway, um, <laughs> you do seem to be accepting the idea that you wear a wide-brimmed hat, though. No, you accuse me of why a good wearing a reason that you do. No, you because of your skin. I mean, you seem like you're justifying the choice. This person supports your choice. Therefore, you made a choice, which was to wear a wide-brimmed hat. And my question is: Is that part and parcel of you trying to run away from a faith? that you seriously no longer want to identify with. I have no faith in you taking this argument seriously because I am not an Amish person. I have never been. I, I have, I don't even, I actually shouldn't have brought this up because it's a huge waste of my time and yours. And you're, you, pay, you're paying for my this. time right now. He I know. did this. You're paying me to do I this. I am. I am paying for this. Self-loathing. <laughs> Well, there you have it. You have things to say. You want things clarified, agreed with, disagreed. And we are here for all of it. I'm Chris Cuomo. Thank you for subscribing and following. Thank you for being a free agent. Check out the merch. Be a critical thinker. Keep asking your questions. I'll keep answering the best I can with Ott. But I appreciate you. And I'll see you on News Nation, 8 and 11 p. Eastern weeknights. I'll see you there. Take care of yourself. Take care of the people you care about.